in action. Young dog's watching. He's watching me. Welcome to Bourbon and Badgers, the podcast. <laughs> Boy, that totally messed me up. <laughs> you screwed me up. Go ahead and pour it. The pour it on out. <laughs> Go ahead, B-Dub. Welcome to Bourbon and Badges, the podcast coming to you from Studio 77 from Gastonia, North Carolina. I'm one of your hosts, B-Dub, along with Slow Ride, the interrupter. I even pre-warned you. <laughs> it sounded good to me. What do you think, Hound Dog? It wasn't bad. That's what I expected. Yeah, it was, it was pretty different. cool. Hi, yeah, Jonas. Right. You're the guest. Did he screw my opening up? I think he screwed oh, it up. Oh, he just stole your thunder, Hound Dog. Hound Dog's yeah. supposed to introduce well, Jonas. It don't matter. Our guest this week is Jonas Hansen, retired Dude. detective guest on the police department. Hey, you, Jonas, what's happening? Not much. How are you all doing? Well, well we are glad you were here, man. We have... We have Look forward to this forever. Y'all are really screaming up <laughs> <out of> the <laughs> barrel. <laughs> well, look at these three. Well, help us get through this night, Jonas. We are drinking 10 cup American whiskey. We right. are. Yep. We are. Wow, it's that bad, huh? <laughs> <laughs> 10 cup. Oh, it's going to be good. Yeah, we're going to try it and see what it's like. It's, it's 10 cup is a blend of two American whiskeys. It's um, each age in a number three char oak barrel. The first one is high rye distilled by MGP or who who are they called now? I, I can't remember. I can't remember their new name. I can't either. It's MGP. And the good thing about 10 Cup, 10 Cup does not hide the fact that they use MGP he, products. <laughs> Say that fast. He can't. And when they get it, they blend it with a small amount of Colorado single malt whiskey. And is cut by Rocky Mountain Water. That opposed to Spencer Mountain Water. Yeah, well, they don't have that. They don't have that big uh, claim to the Kentucky watershed. Lime, the limestone Stone water. Yeah. Yeah. And that so really makes opposed, a difference. That's opposed to the like the Crowder's Mountain Water. Crowder's Crowder's Mountain comes Mountain with Mountain. a rusty washer in the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's named after the miners, the mining pioneers, and the tin cups they drink their whiskey from. Yep, it's got a little tin cup. Once the whiskey arrives at. Uh, Someplace yeah. in Colorado. The bottling place? Yeah. Uh, you need my glasses? No oh, kidding. Jesus. It looks like he's, he's having a hard time he's... with the small print. What are y'all trying to say? And it's you're getting like, old. It's on like 30 font. <laughs> His MGP grain bill is 34% corn, 32% rye, 4% malted barley. And then the uh, Stratahans. Stratahan. Grain bill is 100% malted barley. They mix just a little of the Stratahans with it just to enhance the flavor then he played for the giants yeah he's the one that had the big flossing problem yeah, yeah. yeah. well it's because all the booze he's drinking it's 84 proof the price point is 29.95 north carolina okay cool 30 bucks 30 bucks before tax let's go ahead and say it all right let's try right. so we are you need to get that thing poured Come here on, bartender all right let me have them glasses and while you're doing that did you also tell you well, Remember we ran each other in the food line, probably talked 45 minutes there in the food line at oh, yeah. Yeah. Edgewood Road. Poor wife was waiting outside. Oh, was she really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Bless her heart. Here's slow ride. Hand that hound. I don't want to come around the board. If I was to spill, that'd be done. Yeah. Yeah, we sitting there catching up. We was about, 30, about 45 minutes or so sitting there in front of the. And you know the wives hate that, though, because we're sitting there talking. I've done that. Like, Can you really go? No, nah, I'm talking to my buds. Like, oh, well, that's just it. When you get up with your old police buddies, the ones you ran the roads with, the yeah. ones you depended on for for your life, really, 
you can't just walk by and not say nothing. That's that's just wrong at all levels. It's too many right. years. You just well, I'm surprised to recognize you on all that hair. Well, y'all called me the mountain man, so I just kind of went <laughs> well, with you it. definitely the mountain man. <laughs> that's pretty pleasant on the nose. Yes, not bad. It's not smell nowhere near. I do not have any alcohols. It does normally does nosing notes or any tasting notes. So we're, gonna, so we're the professionals. We're, we're going to be we'll making it up as we go. Right. Yeah. And just for the point that Jonas is not drinking with us tonight. Yeah. So it'll be three of us rating this. He's keeping us honest. He did bring what? What you got in the? Wait, he's opened you, up a little flask there? of that. I, I, I have genuine Kings Mountain well water. And that's what well, they all say. I know it's. <laughs> Moonshine. <laughs> I don't think I'm going down that road, boys. Ah, <laughs> uh, let's see. Well, you get to round. I'm getting a lot of pepper. I'm getting a little caramel. I mean, I always think. Is it caramel or butterscotch? Uh, maybe butterscotch. You talked me into that. I think it is. Butterscotch. Yeah, I, I go with the uh, caramel. <laughs> yeah, caramely butterscotch uh, pepper. See, it doesn't sound all that convincing. <laughs> I'm sticking with the. Butterscotch. Okay. Maybe a hint of leather. Get any of that. I got the leather. Maybe a little oak in it as well. Pleasant smell. Yeah, not, it's not bad. Not bad on old snoot. Well, you know, so number three char. So normally, but all this stuff we've been trying is what, number four char most of the time? Yep, number four. Oh, let me drink a little bit more of that. Hang on. Yeah, that's, that's very peppery. Is it? And just food for thought, we had actually tried this before. What would you say the round was on it? Uh, it's a high ride, thirty-two percent. I can tell, got a little burn on it, a little sting. Yeah, a little sting, but it's not too overpowering. Not you know, it's not unpleasant. That's eighty-four proof. It's not the most stuff we drink. Ninety proof, hundred. But it's not burning all the way down. Right, not, it just it just stopped about midways. Yep, yep. I agree. It's a midway burn. Midway. Yeah. <laughs> That's another way to say it. Midway. That's a midway. That'd be a good name for a bourbon. Midway. Mm, I'll come up with that. I get paid. What? You oh, just yeah. said midway. I said the name of the bourbon. So. We'll go half on it. Slow ride, don't get nothing. Uh, he had to pay the real royalties. He's going to have to pay for something anyway, and we talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to have to pay for something. All right, well, let's just get this thing ready so we get on with the show. All right. I was still drinking it, but go ahead. I'm going to take another. <clears throat> All right, then. Go ahead. Go ahead. <clears throat> so, Jones, how long have you been retired, brother? Oh, dear. I think about two. It's 22, going to three years. Is it not the best job you ever had? I Actually, the problem that I'm running into is I'm so busy right now, I have no idea how I had time to have a full-time job. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You wonder how you ever got all that stuff done and still do what you do now. Well, that's right. Yeah, I mean, I'm constantly going, constantly working, constantly doing. I've got, uh, I've been helping veterans. I've been working with the church. I've been doing all kinds of different stuff and just running here and there and I simply don't have enough time to get the jobs done. Help around the church, helping veterans. We thought you was going to fit in here, brother. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Nah, there's nothing special about me. I just kind of keep going. Oh, well, I totally disagree. There's a lot special about you. Yeah, well, now, I know because I trained you. We said we tired. I have yeah. trained. Well, you know, the, I funny, have trained. the funny thing is after years of their therapy, you finally stop stuttering. And I'm really happy to see you. <laughs> I have trained him too now, Rich. Yeah, did. yeah, you did. Yeah, now, when right. we say the tech, though, you, was, you retired CSI, was that right? Yeah. Uh, no, uh, yeah, CSI. We'll call it that. ID. Forensics. Whatever. Sounds better, CSI. Everybody from TV land knows what CSI is. I don't know what ID is. Same thing. Now, yeah, well, ID is the old name, but, you know, also if you – 
you you can call it forensics, and that's the same thing. Oh, that sounds better. Forensics. Sound like you're smart. No, oh, yeah. yeah, you're not gonna fit in here, brother. <laughs> no, you know. We hey, might kill a brain cell or two with you. Now. You're not even drinking; going to lose some brain cells. Don't use them big words. <laughs> yeah, right. that's right. Weed out your brain cells. Come on in and sit down. We don't have any. I gave this in a five. I'm going to step on up to a six. Okay. I'm with uh, I'm with Hound Dog on this. This is a five. Well, I figured it. So are, are we doing like the average on average, it? Average. Yeah. It's got to hit a seven to become yeah. a daily drinker. Zero is the worst thing in the world. We put in a toilet. Ten is the greatest thing in the world. And seven will be a daily drinker. Okay. And we All try right. not to let the price point influence it being a daily drinker or not. That's a good idea. But I mean, 30 bucks, I mean, it's just it's still. Have we ever had a 10? I know since I've been yeah. on, we haven't had a 10. Well, we had one one of our guests. Uh, Hollywood, I think, gave some whatever we was drinking when he was on the show. It gave it a ten, and I think that's the highest. Because it's free. Yes, yeah, <laughs> I think that was the highest thing that he. So it, it did get a ten. No, it did not get a ten. He gave it a ten. Oh, he gave it a the 10. two. Yeah, two highest we have is Boone Bourbon. Yep. And E. H. Taylor. E. H. Taylor was a nine. Yeah. Well, uh, the uh, Woodford Double Oak was up there too, wasn't it? It was. I just went through the book looking at all our ratings earlier. And it was barely a day to drink. I think it was like seven point five. Really? Yeah. Okay. I'll look at. It. I'll look it back up in a minute. But I think that's where it was. All right. So not a daily drinker. Nope. Didn't make it. An occasional drinker. Sometimes we'll drinker. call it that. Yeah. Every now and then drinker. Well, we don't have to worry about because we have a full cup of Jonas tonight. Oh Lord! Wow! <laughs> <laughs> you know, three of, three of us retired. And, Someone got a flak vest and a helmet. <laughs> yeah, three of us retired to 2015. So you were like around what? 18? 19. Yeah. 18. Yeah. So, so we yeah. all went out. We all went out in 2015, didn't we? So yeah. 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 All right, man. So what have you been doing with yourself? You was talking about something about pontoon. Yeah, I'm, I've got a, a pontoon boat that I decided. Well. I'd, Decided I wanted to get a pontoon boat, but I didn't want to uh, spend the high dollars for it. So I got an old pontoon boat that needs tender loving paint and things like that. So uh, basically what I've done is I've gone through, I've disassembled it completely. Um, I got the uh, pontoons painted, the bottom half of the pontoons painted, and then we just put them back up on top of the trailer. I've rewired the trailer. I've welded the trailer. Uh, so basically what I'm going to be doing is uh, I'm, I'm trying to make a fishing boat out of the thing. Oh, cool. And uh, and I, I know, you know, boat stands for bring another thousand, but I'm trying to scoot under that as much as I can. So we're trying to do a rebuild for less than a thousand. Bring another 20. Oh, there, there we go. go. Boats, there we go. <laughs> boats, can be a, boats a money pit. Yeah. They, oh, can, yeah. they can be. They can well, be. Well, it's like anything else. I mean, it's like you guys are enjoying your whiskey and – I'm willing to bet that there's somebody out there that's willing to take as much money as you're wanting to spend on it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you got that right. Yeah. And we're willing to take as much money as somebody wants to give us. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, a bunch of stories, that, you know, really we can't get in an hour everything we want to talk to you about, but a couple of things come to mind. One is, you know, you have the ability to fix anything with a piece of gum and duct tape. And I've seen the that real, firsthand. The real life MacGyver. He is. Yes, a MacGyver. I have seen that. We went kayaking. Oh dear! <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't what? How long? How you had this really nice wooden oh, paddle wow. you just bought? Well, I snapped that one. Uh, <laughs> Don't surprise me. Well, no, I've, 
I thought uh, someone was I, – I hit a set of rapids, and I snapped the paddle, so I was like, oh, nuts. So I threw the paddle, half the paddle up under the front deck cords uh, on, on a touring kayak, which what we you were using. Uh, it's got cords in the front, cords in the back, and you put your cargo inside, so you, you're you're kind of streamlined. Oh yeah. But we were going through rapids. We were going down the Broad River, and it was, it was something we did. We did, believe it or not, we did that for 14 years. Yeah, I was. Yeah, you know, I didn't get invited to the last part of it. I think I kind of invited oh, you myself. Were always, you were always invited. <laughs> like I actually invited myself. I was listening to y'all talk on that, so I'll go. And any victim that was willing to come <laughs> was like, "Yeah, come on, dude." Yeah, it was uh, an experience. But yeah, it it was really kind of a lot of fun. Uh, one of the one of the my favorite portions, and and I think this is what you're alluding to more than the other one, was the uh, the Jeff Clark Clark uh, floating smorgasbord. You do you remember that? Fresh my memory. Jeff Clark was in a canoe, and he had laden with so much food, and so it looked like a trapper's canoe with a big block in the middle. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> and uh, and um. So on the on the way to the put in point, we were putting in this place called Poor's Ford Road, and it's a really steep hill, and you got to slide the boats down, and it's it's not very user friendly. But you get started in there, you're in the in the Broad River, and as you're going, you you encounter things that are submerged, like stumps and things like that. Well, the guy, his bowman, uh, we'll just call him Gary, uh, was in the in there and they had been drinking the entire morning so it's like 10 o'clock all you hear is beer break echoing up and down the river <laughs> yeah, yeah you say 10 o'clock but you know this starts way before daylight this is no no this started way before daylight that's what i'm saying it had, does we had breakfast at my house and we usually had that about 6a we usually loaded everything up did our our, our safety checks to make sure everybody had everything they needed and we took off the river is usually about an hour away and then we put it and we reach the put in point and we go the entire way. Now I wasn't in their vehicle cause I was, I was having, had the tow vehicle. I was driving the, the, the trailers and we had a, we borrowed a, a big old trailer. And so we get up there. And from what I understanding is, uh, is every, every few minutes they're like beer break and then, you know, getting another <laughs> beer. So, uh, what ended up happening was Gary was digging in to try to paddle their canoe and he hit a stump and he snapped his paddle and Jeff's boat came and just flipped over immediately. I just saw these wild eyes entering the water, and we're like, oh, no. <laughs> and his water's really cold. Uh, it, yeah, this is in March. This is the – Oh, that's going to wake you up. Yeah, it's it's the end of March, beginning of April, and this water's coming straight off of uh, um, Lake Lure. And so you know it's pretty cold. And uh, my, my bout man was uh, Phil Farantello. Oh, Phil. Yeah. Loved him that he was great in a canoe. I loved him to death. And uh, I yelled at him and said, get out of here. And so we dug in and got up because Jeff came up and he was going to sink anybody's boat that was near him. And, uh, <laughs> Jeff was worried about all that food hitting the water. <laughs> that's, what, that's what he was worried about. Save the food. Forget the people. But anyhow, one of the portages, I found a piece of 3-inch steel that was about three foot long. And so I repaired the broken wooden paddle. And now the that nice light wooden paddle weighed about fifteen pounds for all the metal that was in it, and uh, <laughs> well, it served its purpose. Oh, it served its purpose, but every time he he put the paddle down, he'd put it, he'd slam it down on top of the aluminum, and sound like a gun going off, like a cannon going up and down the thing. But uh, but you yeah, fixed it, times. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was the first time I fixed what, it. What, I fixed it later on. Wasn't there a story about Jonas getting some 
pine tar, pine rosin or resin. I was thinking fixing a paddle one time. Yeah, that I did that too. <laughs> I want Jonas in the woods with me. Yeah, I, I well, kinda, we're going Bigfoot hunting if you want to go. Yeah, Jonas. Well, I was going to say I had to. I had to make some of my own glue so I could glue the other pad, one of my paddles together. Yeah, yeah. I remember somebody telling me about. I that. remember one time you was coming to work and your pickup truck sprung a gas leak right there at Cox and Franklin. Do you remember that? And you pulled into the parking lot. Your truck had a leak, a gas leak. You remember fixing that thing? I have to honestly tell you that there was more than one. Because you fixed it. There's more than <laughs> one instance that one down. <laughs> where I walked into the supervisor and said, hey, can I go work out? And they'd go, yes. And so I'd go out into the parking lot and repair my truck. <laughs> and, and my one supervisor, a, a great man, he, he goes, there's grease on you. I went, oh, thanks. He goes, I thought you were working out. I said, yeah, I was outside working on the truck. <laughs> I was working outside, fixing the truck. Yeah, so that's outside, and I was working. And he looks at me like, you can go home now. <laughs> You're very talented. I know that. If I got something tore up, I want Jonas around me, because yeah. I don't want you three guys around me, or two guys. Well, I'm honored that you'd say that. I know that. Hey, somebody's got to hold the light. Nah, well, I'll hold the light. Hey, Jesse Caldwell, he'll hold the light. <laughs> yeah, Jesse, he'll hold it. Yeah, uh, Jesse Carl was on the show, and uh, we were uh, right. having problems. Let, let me ask you, did you get his middle name? Oh, just uh, Jesse. Miss Jesse. Burgoyne. What? Jesse Burgoyne Caldwell. He's the uh, he's actually kin to the Revolutionary War general. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't say nothing about that. That's, that, that's, that's pretty cool, and it's pretty odd that you would know that. <laughs> Jonas knows right. everything. Well, here, here we are, okay, completing the circle, okay, when, <laughs> unfortunately, when 9-11 happened, that was very tragic. You had the Twin Towers, and you had the uh, the Pentagon, and you had that flight that was crashed in Pennsylvania. And so, to complete the circle, we went on high alert here in Gastonia, and so we were guarding everything. And one of the things we were guarding was the uh, back half of the uh, jailhouse. And so that's how I, I got his name is because he rolled in, and I'm a big history buff. And so he rolls in. I asked for his ID because that's what we were doing with everybody. So if you do it to one, you do it to all. He whips out the ID card. I looked at that and I went, any relation? He goes, yes. <laughs> that's pretty cool. exactly what I was talking about. <laughs> that is cool. Wow. Yeah, hey, we didn't know that when he was on the show. We've got to bring him back and ask him. Yeah. <laughs> He'll come back, too. Well, it, it's 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 kind of funny because it's the stupid stuff we remember like that, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's, yeah, sure, you know, making sure somebody doesn't walk off with the back half of the jail. Who cares? Oh, yeah. you know? <laughs> I know one time, Jonas, uh, you, you may remember, I think you will. Uh, remember when the year 2000 hit, they put me and Jonas at Cox and Franklin. Remember we had to go down there because of traffic lights. Everything was going to go haywire because of the year 2000. And then you had to go to the traffic lights right there at Cox and Franklin. I'm I'm drawing a blank. We, Wait a minute. Yes. yes. Yeah. Because the world was going to end. <laughs> the world was going to end. And they sent us out there to the worry world, about The world's going to end. So we need somebody to go out there and direct that. Direct direct. All right. Do some background. Because, backstory, because it's turning year 2000. Well, all the computers were put. Everything was going to crash. Push it crash. Uh, stop lights is going to go out. The computers are going to go down. Everything was going to be reset it's, to the year 1900. Yes. That's correct. And, and yeah. And they sent us out there at Cox, one of the biggest 
intersections in Gaston. I looked at Jonas. I said, Jonas, you know we're not getting out there. You know, y'all done a good job. It's still there, so y'all done a good job. <laughs> we hey, didn't get out. Nobody there. ran away with the intersection. <laughs> and if it wasn't for Barry, <laughs> what the hell are we going to do out here? I mean, if it crashes, I'm not worried about the freaking stoplights. Oh, uh, if it crashed, we would have had bigger problems. I mean, we wouldn't go work, but they sent us out there. Yeah. Everybody yeah. had the assignment, uh, and we got that one, Cox and Franklin. So, anyway, I was ready. I was going to take care of it. Everybody well, looking like, yeah, 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 I know you was. <laughs> but, yeah, that was, boy, that was, it was. Because I know you could do it. You could fix it. I wouldn't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> just said, but Jones, that's broke. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I had, you know, a couple nine-volt batteries and some extra wire. That's why I was glad I was with you. <laughs> where we're going to fix up those traffic lights. That they <laughs> <laughs> I put me with Jonas. He'll fix anything. Like yeah, so I, I have heard a rumor oh, oh, geez. that one of your this training is... officers is here at the table. Well, well, we've already covered the fact that actually two of them are. Oh, two of them. Yeah. 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 Because oh. somebody That's, had it a explains minor, a lot, Jonas. Someone had a minor influence and someone had a greater influence. Oh, <laughs> man, that was a lot. All right. Minor influence well, no. is important to be dubbed. <laughs> actually, the, major influence yeah, is major, dog. Exactly. Yes. The thing, I'm sorry. Uh, visual, visual, yeah. visual cues do not work here. So he's actually uh, important to me for the major. But. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. Actually, at that time, you were all about Jeff Gordon and uh, what was the. Or no, Davy Allison. Davy Allison. Allison. That's Davey. right. <laughs> and he was about they are an art. And and so I arrived, and uh, Barry came to his senses rather quickly and applied for vice and ran. <laughs> <laughs> no, it took me a while, but no, yeah. I was your first trainer. I think I was. No, your you. I I lasted a week and a day or something silly like that with you before you ran off to Vice, and I was like, "All right, adios." No, that was, that was me. I went. I went yeah, to Vice it, first. It was oh, Reggie. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah I was in Vice. See, there I was the greater influence. I'm trying to help you remember this. <laughs> I was your greater influence. Yeah, I was your primary. Now the thing is, is this knowing that you were my primary slash greater influence slash there you big go. Kahuna or you whatever. Feel that was. Yeah, I feel better. Have have you have have you had to go through remorse counseling? No, <laughs> <laughs> no. You Can, turn, or, or is it one of those things where you're going? I can't believe I did this. There's a lot of Jonas stories, but they're good stories. We all have stories. stories. Like yeah. slow rides got stories. Hound dogs got stories. I've got stories. Yeah. Then we got Jonah stories. So we all got good stories. Well, <laughs> let's hear a couple of them. In, right, we're, we're, enlighten us. All right. Jonas, go ahead. Uh, uh, no, I'm thinking, I'm trying to think of how to phrase this because I want to really be delicate but precise. If that's, if that, I don't that, matter on this show. Good luck. No, no, no. I, I, I don't want to. Well, I uh, stand out. I, th- I think it, it was Reggie that wanted to set out to. Um, let's see. What would a good way uh, embarrass the hound out of me? Um, oh yeah, I remember this. <laughs> well, tell us. I remember. I don't remember. Well, there was a certain lady who was. Uh, she was big. Yeah, she's big. Just... Yeah. Okay, let me explain. Big because you go. Hey, I have a big coffee cup. Is it a fifty-five gallon drum with a handle? No, it's not big. So she was a okay. big girl. No, there's there's a boat down here that looks like a 12-foot fishing boat, mm-hmm. okay, uh, compared to the Titanic. The Titanic is big. That one is not. I'm getting the picture. Do we have the size continuum? We've got it. Okay, cool. This person was big. Right. This person was huge. Anyhow, 
he rolls up. First, he locks the doors and locks my windows. Now, like, now is this a – who? who is this person? Yeah, who is this? this, this somebody lived in the hood. So it's a call. You guys no, want no, call? No, 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 no recreational. Just... He bird-dogged her. He saw, <laughs> he saw her a mile away. To get so, ding. Uh, opportunity. Yeah, the light bulb came on. <laughs> Lady and, in distress. And, and Jonas was stuck for the ride is what that was. And, oh, my. Yeah. <laughs> Poop patrol. Well – he says, I'm not going to tell you what my partner likes about you. And she goes, oh, he likes my big old. And she, right, there we go. Shirt goes up and Jonas tried climbing a glass window backwards. Yeah. But I did have my revenge. Oh, I'm sure you did. Okay, on Hound Dog or the. Not him. I had my revenge so bad that he was shaking what did, all right, listen, I don't remember this. Okay. <laughs> of course I don't remember it. Uh, the, road, the road you lived on, Lewis? Was Lewis it Lewis Street. Yeah. Lewis Street. Yeah. Okay. Well, there was a call came out on Lewis Road, and it was a very horrendous call. And so I happened to remember, and I can't, I want to say it was like 1700 or seven, 716. Okay. Seven, yeah. So I happened to remember the ballpark of his number, the house where he lived. And he comes in, he goes, is that Lewis street? And I went, yeah. He goes, what were the numbers? 716. And he goes, what's going on out there? And it's just this big, horrible things going on there. I can't believe they say there might be survivors. And he's like, Oh no. Oh, oh wait a minute. <laughs> Wrong road. I'm sorry. It wasn't near your road. <laughs> I do remember that. Now. Yeah. He got me. Bodies everywhere. He got me good. Yeah. Oh, he was like, it, it was so funny because I'm so relieved and I hate you so much. <laughs> I, and, and that's why I'm amazed that I'm here at the podcast after I did that. It was actually a horrendous thing what I no, did it was, to you. It's funny. It's funny now. That's the yeah. least of his worries. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just glad you brought that one up. So <laughs> something else. All right. No, no, we're going to. Well, I mean, you had a good time with your best training officers, being me first, and then Hound Dog second. You had good time with us. Yes. Did you have a third training officer? We're not talking about that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> or the fourth one, or the fifth one. Actually, no, the fourth training officer was Jeff Dobbins. Who? The fourth training officer was Jeff Dobbins. Oh, Dob. Okay, yeah. Dob's good. And that was I, Reggie's training officer. Yeah, he was. yeah, and he he was great. Good. He was he was. <laughs> He helped me a lot in, in areas where I'm – because, I, I, you know, the truth of the matter is, what, were you the best trainee, Jonas? No. Uh, <laughs> no, I thought you was good. Hey, look, you went on at CSI and forensics, and, hey, you got to be smart to do that stuff. Look at us. Yeah. We didn't make it there. Was no, you guys the, made it in advice. I yeah, didn't, no, I didn't that's make not it. hard. That's not hard at all. <laughs> hey, we just pick up women that's, and buy dope. I'm going to say, that's because they look like dope prostitutes. So. <laughs> that's not hard. That's, you know, that's not natural, but – now and it's kind of and you really you know at at the end looking back and you look with the people that uh, at the people that you've worked with you really kind of get an appreciation for them more so because you're looking at back at what at what genius they had in, in the places that they worked and so that's He's talking you know, about me that time uh, I think he was looking at me <laughs> slow ride look like I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> for the record he pointed to uh, slow ride <laughs> right. was you ever Jonas the supervisor at all? When you I become a so. sergeant, I uh, think we did something for a little while before I went in CSI. Yeah, I think we worked together, but never like on the same shift or anything. I don't think. Uh, okay, like overlap or something. Okay, or no, because you took uh, Jeff Clark's place. Is, is am I remembering this correctly? As a supervisor, you took Jeff's place. 
Man, I can't remember. I ain't talking about when you guys went to IE and you had to talk about Steve. I'm talking about when he, <laughs> when he was your, if he ever was your sergeant. He never made it to CSI. I know that. Now, did you, uh, was you one of the guys that came out to uh, Crowder's Mountain for that? Oh, Lord. The cat? Yeah. Uh, I did not make that one. All right. uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's a funny story. Oh, yeah. a true story. No, but the pro- yeah, the problem was was the, the the way the people looked at because I I got it from well one of the things that I did when I was on patrol was I got to work Crowder's Mountain and that became my backyard so to speak and so um, I basically knew the park better at night than I did by day. And so when somebody's car was, um, air quotes, broken down, uh, I knew that they were on top of the mountain. So I'd go hunt them down in the middle of the night. And so I actually got to know the place very well. But in doing that, I became a liaison to the park. And so all the park superintendents and everything like that, if they needed something from Gastonia, they went through me. And it was kind of a, it was at the time where Terry Salt was the chief and he wanted the lower graded officers to do more. And so I said, sure, I'll do more, you know, and and it's, and so I got out there and I got opportunities to do all kinds of new things I wouldn't normally do as a regular patrol officer. And so when this thing happened with the cat, I got it from our guys and then I got it from them all at the same time. I'm the only person in, in, in the department that I know of that got called into the, the super park superintendent's office to get chewed out <laughs> over, the cat. over the cat. Uh, well, no, not over the cat. That was just, Oh, uh, you go ahead and say it don't matter. Uh, that was an absolute amazement. Uh, no, the, I used to get chewed out all, all the time down there because yeah, Mike, Mike Swartz was the one who came out there for the yeah, cat. Mike and, and uh, Jamin Brackett. Jamin Brackett. And I'm trying to remember the park ranger was uh, Matt Durstein was one of the rangers. And uh, so, yeah. I, I lived hard. You know, we told that before on, on the podcast. So I won't, I won't bore listeners again, but I lived hard over that, man. I lived hard for a long time. Oh, I mean, what greater relief is there to find out it's not a child that was killed? Oh, there, yeah. There well, you go. Tell a ba- quick backstory. Okay. Yeah, uh, all the guys are busy. Dispatch calls me, and you know, uh, I started at the West End. And paint a picture of people don't know our uh, <laughs> geographical location. We're you know a city, but we uh, inherited uh, Crowder's Mountain State Park. We uh, what do you call it? We uh, annexed. annexed. Yeah, we annexed, annexed them in '96, and that yeah, was so the yeah go. the state park's inside the city of Gastonia. So I said, "Well, what you got going on?" She said, "A guy had dug up." Found a baby's grave up on one of the hillsides. I said, "Man, let me go. You know, that sounds like BS. Let me go talk to him." And I get there, and the guy's uh, he's waiting at the at the trailhead, and he's smoking. He's just chain smoking. His eyes about the size of saucers, and he's shaking. He says, "Yes, is uh, he said my wife and I were walking walking along the trail. I look up the top of the hill. I see a shovel. I think, huh, somebody buried money. So I started digging up stuff, and I dig up dug up a buried, uh, a buried baby." Big old Tupperware type container with booties. He could booties. see the booties. See the booties. Yes, the little baby. If it's money, you could have called me. Well, so we, <laughs> we, we walked for a long ways, and the whole time he's filling me in. Yeah, you know, he's just chain smoking, and his wife is waiting at the bottom of the hill, so we wouldn't lose the location. We get there. There's the wife. She's slinging snot. Look up the top of the hill. There's a shovel, and you see a little dugout place. And we go up the top of the hill, and it's pretty steep. Oh yeah, and yeah, you know, it's it is summertime, so there's a lot of foliage, and. Uh, that's going to mean something in a minute. And bugs and heat. 
Yeah, we yep. get up to the very top, and there's one place dug. He ain't dug anywhere else but one place, and he dug it up, and there's the lid to that big old Tupperware thing. You look in there and see the little booties mm-hmm. covered up with little baby blankets, and on top of the lid on the inside was a letter from mom and dad. Okay. Because that mom's, you know, sorry, blah, blah, sorry, but, you know, dad, we love you, blah, blah, blah. And I'm looking around. There's no other place he's dug. So I'm looking at him. I said, I tell you what, man, put your cigarette out and stand right there where I can see you. And I call in all the big shots. I call in the CSI, the captain, everybody. <laughs> and everybody does that. You know, the trailhead and walks a big, long trail, come very top of the mountain. You know, and they, they, you know, they rope everything off, all the crime scene tape, and put a rope so people can help get them down the hill. As seen on TV. As seen on TV. As <laughs> seen on TV. I love and I tell you, the, uh, the funny thing about it, had it been wintertime, we could have looked and seen a parking lot. <laughs> where we're standing, mm-hmm. yeah, but it's more better. I mean, it's better to go. Yeah, and, and Mike, the CSI guy, he's taking pictures. You've been very deliberate, and everybody, everybody, not me. I'm the only one to admit it. Everybody up there wanted to strangle guy because it looked like you know. Yep. He's dug up. He had to know that grave was there. It's the only place he, they touched. Yeah. So you think he played you guys? Well, the ladies didn't know. I think he's very serious. And the ladies down, she's down at the bottom of the hill. She, you know, she's here still whipping and stuff, and. Mike's take a picture, move a little blanket, take a picture. You know, he's just you know very methodical about it. Oh, and you got to be, yeah, because that's that's part of that's how you do it. Oh yeah, and then he reaches in underneath that blanket and he pulls out a dead cat. Right. Then it's on. Everybody's laughing. And, oh yeah, the cat had white feet. <laughs> yeah, that's what the booties look like. Uh, but the but the thing is, is the relief for something like that. Oh, yeah. because you're carrying such a huge weight when you oh, yeah. when you think you've got a dead baby on your hands and you're like, oh man, and and well, we've all dealt with the dead, you know, children that have been injured or whatever. Now inside this Tupperware container, it's full of water too. It wasn't waterproof, yeah. and that's why it's hard to see. It's kind of all it's the, murky and yeah. Uh, and when we all bust out laughing, sign of relief. Yep. The woman at the bottom of that hill lost her stuff. <laughs> she thought we were laughing. He was just taking it over this dead baby. Yeah. It was a cat. Yeah. But, you know. But that, that, that Jones, you ain't got to make him feel better. I mean, I know we all were leaving. It wasn't a baby, but it's funny. I mean, you know, Steve did it. Listen. Oh, let me tell you. I looked at every <laughs> Look at I, 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 Well, see, the thing is, is I've, I've dealt with the other side uh, that was not so nice. And uh, I'll tell you right now, I would have loved for, for her to be a cat. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm oh, telling you, and yeah, I've yeah. got all these heavy hitters up there, and I turn to my captain, Captain uh, Larry, and I says, Hey, Captain, I'm getting out of here. He goes, You're not going anywhere. Oh, no. <laughs> you're going to take Boy, all the way down to <laughs> <laughs> You're going to get this. Yeah, Conver can find P word anywhere. I, I, I probably, you know, I've actually <laughs> I've been in situations where I just simply look at whoever I'm working for and going, I'm done. I'm going home. What? <laughs> hey, for months later, I'd come in. I find little cat toys on my desk in my office. Cat nap, cat nip, all kind of little stuff. Yeah, be meow mix. Yeah, oh, it's terrible. That, it, you're right. It is. But the thing is, is that that is just such a huge relief to have that happen because the other side of the coin. Yeah, the letters and everything from mom and they said, "Listen, from your mom, dad, it, oh, that's like uh, we want to kill. We want to seriously. We want to just hang that guy right there. Where we stood. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I could imagine. I've been watching that stuff on Netflix. John Wayne Gacy. I've watched that too. That guy was, he was arrogant, man. He was. But you know what broke the case? The little girl in the pharmacy. Yep. You need to watch it. John Wayne Gacy, Netflix. It's about bodies. You know, he buried on How did he get them bodies on there? I mean, I know he went out. Oh, he's the, the, the clown. The clown. Up clown. In Detroit. In Chicago. Yeah. Okay. Chicago. Yeah. You know, you know, a good way to get to Chicago is by bus. 
Why? The best place to catch a bus at the bus station. <laughs> Nothing good sounds. I mean, whatever. Right. That's uh, a segue. I just fly over. Well, I would have been somebody I know was recently in Cleveland, and when I was in the military, we'd fly to Cleveland, hit hit the bus, take the bus to a train, and then take the train across the country to wherever our destination was. And as always, the bus stations are put in the most stellar parts of these towns. You know, like, oh, can I come back? It's so nice looking here. It's pleasant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, no, no, our bus station we have we had here in Gaston, North Carolina, was right on Main Avenue. It was nice. I, I'm sorry, not on Main, but the uh, Franklin Boulevard. Franklin Boulevard. Yeah. Yep, right there yeah. near. They uh, moved it. Had they to. Have, near, <laughs> they had to move it. Franklin and <laughs> South hiding it. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Go over to Charlotte and see that bus station over in Charlotte. The Greyhound. Oof, did a lot of interdiction. Well, y'all, y'all are missing every point I'm trying to Dude, make I here. Yeah, we're not going down that road, too. <laughs> oh, okay. It's, it's, right. it's kind of funny how that Oh, it just hit me there. Oh, it just hit me there. It just hit me. So here's, here's, a, here's a good Jonas story. Here, it just hit me. Look at Jonas. <laughs> Wait a minute. He said we're going down that road. <laughs> well, we're not going down that road. We're going down another road. All right. <laughs> uh, I'm not so sure I want to be on this bus. <laughs> no, this, this is a good one. This okay. Is good one. So uh, when I came out of ICE, uh, I went to work on the West Side Gas and eventually ended up working the. Uh, Crowder's Mountain area, not Jonas. And man, I like Jonas, I loved it working out there, man. It was cool. Yeah. You know, they were great out there. Yeah, they were very nice, very, very great people. So I get a call to go out to uh, a trailer on kind of the side of the mountain, kinda. I go out there and I'm kicking around this I forget what kind of call it was. Maybe a domestic or something. So I'm kicking around outside the trailer. Nobody's at home for some reason. And I kick a Five gallon bucket. I mean, oh I, yeah, I remember this. <laughs> so I kick, I kick a five gallon bucket, and I'm not, you know, I'm just like, yeah, whatever. The lid slides off of the bucket, and I look down in there. Guess what's in there? Poop. An alligator. Two of them. Alligator. Two. Two, two, two baby alligators. alligators. Holy crap! I went. Okay, so what do I do now? <laughs> I'm pretty Call sure Jonas. You're not, pretty sure you're not supposed to have that. <laughs> So call Jones. I called. Uh, I got on the radio and called for uh, animal control, and Jonas was close by, and he came out there, and, <laughs> and I was like, "He said, what you got?'" I said, "Alligator. Look right there. <laughs> Two of them right there." <laughs> well, the funny thing is, uh, it's an alligator is nothing more than a reptile, so it's you know like a snake or anything else. I'll just simply pick the thing up. Oh yeah, that's what this. <laughs> you gotta pick it up. Yeah, you gotta pick them up. It's an alligator. Come on. And so I picked the thing up. Shoot him, Elizabeth. <laughs> Hound dogs hitting the trail. He's like, I hey, don't know part of this. Nope. I I'm like, that's what I did. Come back. It's just an alligator. It's a <laughs> little bitty. Nope. I'm gone, dude. <laughs> like snakes. That's like snakes, man. I'm, doing I'm not. Doing and they it. had it. It had a happy face with smiling teeth it, the whole nine yards. Are you talking about the alligator? Yeah, or the hound alligator. Dog? <laughs> no, you can see him. He's dog, running. Hound dog hit the trail. He's like, I am. I. I can't. You know, if you I see him run, it's bad. But you know what? Years later, Jonas, there was an alligator killed at. Uh, Lake Wiley in South Carolina, okay. in Belmont, actually. And I've often wondered if one of those alligators ended up at Lake Wiley. And oh, grew. I actually happen to know. Oh, do you? Uh-oh. Yes, sir. Let's have it. Uh, first of all, the Yeah, allig- do something with that. I picked it up. Yeah. The alligators went to the Shield Museum for a couple of years. Oh, did they? Yes, they grew and grew and finally outgrew their living quarters. So they shipped the alligators off to another zoo. And I want to say it was Asheboro. The, okay. the state zoo, but that's where those alligators went. 
Oh, cool. And so they, yeah. So it was kind of cool to. I, I didn't realize you didn't know what happened yeah, to this little guy. Are they still alive? Uh, can alligators live that long? Uh, how long's an alligator live? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this I'm is asking, this is probably two thousand and eight, maybe. <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah, two thousand eight. Did you did you tell me a sim later? <laughs> <laughs> I bring you a Christmas gift, oh. so you can't have an alligator. I don't. I guess I don't not. know if you can or cannot. It's know. just, it, but they wouldn't stand at that trailer. <laughs> yeah, not two of them. Well, I mean, if you're going to have an animal, you got to care for. Yeah, it. you don't yeah. put them in a five gallon bucket. Yeah. And what's wrong with these it, people? It was a igloo cooler, and it was just the most dingy water you'd ever want to look at. And you're looking at how are these guys even surviving in this? Poor fellas. Yep. And uh, but yeah, they ended up getting a good home. That's good. I'm glad to hear it. They didn't end up dead like that one at Lake Wiley. No, they didn't. No, they didn't turn into a suitcase or anything. But get on that TV show. What's it called? The TV show with uh, the people. Shoot them. Shoot them. Shoot them. Shoot them. Yeah, but the, yeah, it couldn't live through the winter here. You know, we're too cold this this far inland. I would guess. I, I don't know. I don't know. I've seen them on golf courses. I have alligators. But not around here. No, at the beach. I ain't talking about around Gastonia, but I don't know. At the beach. I ain't going to get near alligator. Y'all can have Jones. Oh, come get him. Jones, that's what I do. <laughs> if, you, hey, if you're running, I like to see that. To well, if you're running, they called me. They called me for a snake uh, down here on uh, the Greenway by all these apartments in the south end of Gastonia. And uh, they said, yeah, there's a copperhead snake down here and there's all these children playing. Can you go do something with it? Okay. Let me go see. So I, there's a little access road. I drive the patrol car down there and I park on the, on the, on the thing on, on the greenway. And people are like, you shouldn't do that. And I'm like, here, and I pick up the snake and they're like, anyhow, I picked up this and it was a really nice copperhead. It was about a little better than three foot long. And this guy screamed like you lit him on fire. And that would have been me probably. <laughs> I've never, no, actually it was at the level of, of uh, Boo Caldwell. He, he's, <laughs> he screamed like you lit him on fire, and then he took off running. And I, to this day, I have never seen a man leaning to take corners like this dude. I mean, it's like a motorcycle. <laughs> so what'd you do with the snake? Oh, I mean, he went out to the uh, he or she. I threw him in a bag, drove him out to uh, Crowder's Mountain, put him in a r- remote location. So I would never fed him to the alligator. I, I would never pick up a copperhead. Oh, it was a beautiful snake. It just there's shed. nothing beautiful about a snake. I agree, Barry. There's nothing. That's a serpent. Just because it doesn't have legs. Come on, dude. I'd chop his head off. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's I would, pretty violent. I would, I would get that dumb. close. I don't like snakes. I'm scared of them. <clears throat> snakes and spiders. I don't want no part of them. Yeah, spiders don't bother me. I just don't like snakes. Oh, I remember, alligators. I remember a spider story. <laughs> What's that? Shoe Museum. In Roy. Village. Roy. <laughs> Roy and you. <laughs> <laughs> what did y'all do? Get a spider? All right, let's tell the listeners who's Roy. McInturf. McInturf Roy McInturf is an officer that was working with uh, <laughs> Hound Dog. BW and the Hound Dog. Yeah, they Vice. <laughs> was he in yeah, Vice then? Yeah, you, are. you yeah. guys were in Vice together. Yeah. Uh, but we are out at an alarm call at the Indian Village at the Shield Museum. <laughs> And we're and and the thing is, they've got this beautiful little. I don't know what do you like. like it's, a, it's like a living farm, but it's all encapsulated in a, in a stockade fence, so you just can't get to it. Yeah. And uh, at the time, the alarm goes off, and so you know we go around and we find a way in. So we're in there, and and Roy did something to the back of your ear. No, no, I did it to Roy. Oh, you did it to Roy. Yeah, okay, yeah. okay. Well, carry on. Yeah. So <clears throat> I knew. I know that Roy. As a fear of spiders, 
big mountain man, Roy, has a Yeah, he grew up in the mountains. I mean, he's a mountain dude up in Swain County. He cannot stand spiders. So we was walking down through the Indian village, and he was, like, ducking and weaving all the <laughs> spider webs hanging across the uh, the trail. And uh, so I'm thinking, I'm going to get Roy. I'm going to get him really good. <laughs> so I get up, grab, like, a little twig or something, and I get up, hurry, hurry up and get up close to him, and I tickle him on his ear. He jumps, and he smacks his head, <laughs> jumps, takes oh! And he, well, he said a few choice words that I'm not going to repeat. But... <laughs> And then outside, I said, "What's the matter?" He said, "Man, I ran into a spider web." I said, "Oh man, hey, watch out! Watch where you're going." By the up end of the time that you got done torturing him, he was a human basket case. <laughs> he, was. he walked a little bit further, and I do it again. <laughs> yeah, like every fifteen feet, he's like, "Get would think stick he would be afraid of spiders." Mountain man, like yeah. that, yeah, from Swain County. He got me back with the Bryson snake. City. Well, you don't like snakes. And I you don't, don't like. like. I don't like snakes, and he got me back with the snake. <laughs> We're at the. Uh, we get a call to go down here on uh, uh, Union Road, I think, right off of Union Road, where the uh, old folks' apartments are. It's not like a living quarter. Why are you looking at slow ride when you he got the, he did look at me, didn't he? Well, he's, he's, he's close to it. He's getting close. <laughs> but uh, this lady says, you know, we go to her to her house, and she's like, there, there's a snake in my kitchen, and it's uh, behind my stove. I'm thinking, yeah, right, okay, whatever. And Roy said, well, let's go look. I said, well, you can go look. I ain't going. I'll, I'll be behind you. How's that? I'm behind you all the way. I got you back. <laughs> so Roy goes in there and shines his flashlight between the wall and the stove. <laughs> sure enough, there's a black snake. He said, there is a snake. I'm out the door before he gets snake out. <laughs> Standing outside. You, go ahead and take care of it, buddy. I'm, I'm out here. So he uh, here looking for this alligator. <laughs> so, he's, spider. so he's uh he goes in there and gets this probably about a four foot long black snake. They won't hurt you, will it? No. Nah. Oh yeah, they're poisonous. Really? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you're a cricket. <laughs> I'm not picking up no snake. Go ahead. But, I ain't messing with. So he he's got this snake and he's holding it in two hands, and the thing is wrapping around his uh Ooh. his arm and the tail's slapping him in the face, and I'm. And as he's walking out the door, I'm backing up. I keep on backing up, backing up. He said, what's the matter? You don't like snakes? I said, no, you know I don't like snakes. Get that thing away from me. And he probably gets up there and puts it within a few inches of my face. Uh-oh. Well, I'm I'm freaking out at this point. And I'm backing up as hard as I can. my fat self could go. And Roy's coming on just as hard as he can go. <laughs> then I stopped. I said, Roy, I like you. If you put that snake on me, I'm going to kill you right here, right now. And he took another step, and I pulled my gun out and pointed at him. Oh, God. <laughs> I said, I ain't kidding, Roy. Don't do it. And he said, now you know how I feel about them damn spiders. <laughs> but you didn't really have a spider, though. He, he no, had a snake he that was snake. real. Yeah. There's a big difference. Yeah, about a four-footer. Well, I'll tell you, my daughter and I, we were, we were hiking down here by uh, Lake Wiley, and she was making fun because periodically, you have a sidearm on me, and periodically, I'd, you know, Practice quit drawing, pointed pointed at a uh, tree. Yeah, just you guys, you guys stay prepared, right? Yeah. No way back. Yeah, she almost steps on a black snake. She jumps like a cat, like a try to throw a cat in water. She goes, "You're not gonna shoot it. You're not gonna shoot us." And no, it's a snake. And we just let it go on by its way. But about Kim, you're not gonna shoot us. And no, it's a snake. Oh yeah, guys, I, I don't know. I, well, I, I like to fish, and so I run into them all the time, and and so it's no, it's really gets to the point where it's not not a big deal. But yeah, why just, does people yeah. have snakes for pets? What what can you do with a snake for a you know, pet? Like, snake's not real. You might have a snake 
that you call a pet. A snake's not a pet. I mean, what do you do with them? Well, you they feed don't them. show a lot in the way of emotion. I get that. However, you know. <laughs> I don't get it, though. <laughs> Y'all get it? You're having a snake as no, a man. pet? No, man. I mean, how can you tell when your pet snake's happy? I don't know. If you ain't feeding it, I guess it's going to get you at night. I don't I don't understand that. I mean, I'm just saying. Yeah. Now, wait a minute. We had a couple really big ones down at the uh, wet pets. We had a 24 and a 25-footer down there at one point in time. Uh, what kind of snake? Boa constrictor. It's 25 foot long. So wet pets is local. It's a local store. Uh, was, it, was it there on purpose? Yeah. yeah oh, sell okay. it. We got in there. What do you mean we uh, got it in was, there? It was in... Um, Oh, it was in Acre Center or something like that, which is a, a yeah, shopping I remember, center. I remember when the boy passes in Acre Center. Yeah, we didn't move after to East Franklin. I think we did. Oh, I probably didn't stay in there long either. No, I ain't no, staying in there. No, you didn't stick around. <laughs> <laughs> you you got a what? Where? Nah. Where's 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 the hound dog? <laughs> the hound dog's gone. He's Barry's gone. not going in there. They can have him freaking things. I agree, Barry. I'm not going in there. You feed it goats? Oh, <laughs> I'll tell the hound dog. He's out there in the parking lot. <laughs> I, I just got no use for that. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll scream like a little girl if I see a snake. Yeah. I'll run past anybody. Okay, next subject. <laughs> yeah, how we get on snakes? Oh, the alligator. Yeah, the, the alligator thing. Alligator. Yeah. They yeah. say don't dream about snakes, though. You don't what? don't dream about snakes. Well, how can you help what you dream about? Well, I heard if you dream if you dream about a snake, a snake represents your enemy. That's what you're getting to. Yeah, a snake. It's weird though. Snake this, yeah, the bigger the snake, the bigger bigger your enemy. It's just we'll get on another subject because you had to deep, dig deep in that. I just yeah, don't I'm like not, snakes, dude. I'm not going that deep. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> I'm drinking more this ten cup. I don't care. I handle that damn snake about ten. Drink the rest of it, beat up. John's got something out of the van. I got yeah. Give me that snake. A case of water. <laughs> I fear nothing. I'll get him. Let me have it. Bigger the snake, the bigger the man. I can take him. Mm. Bigger the snake, the faster I run. <laughs> yeah, keep on drinking, beat up. Ah, I got it. No problem. All right, so what else are you into, Jonas? Oh, dear. Uh, well... Oh, I had a pretty interesting encounter. I, I I do a little bit of kayaking still. We talked about the kayak trips. Uh, but I can't do what I used to because I've had problems with my shoulders. And But I have a pedal kayak. And what I do, like to do with that is I like to go into open water. And it's kind of neat because when you get out in open water, it's, it kind of reminds you just how small you are. Now, you said well, you like the ocean. Yes. And uh, not the creek down here at Limeburger Park. Yeah. No, not the pond. <laughs> not creeks, not ponds, not lakes. You're talking about the ocean. I am talking in open water in the ocean. And this time I was out in the uh, Gulf of Mexico. And I went to this place off of uh, uh, Anna Marie Island. It's called Three Mile South Reef. It's three miles from shore, obviously. And so I get out there. It's good fishing. I've always had good fishing there. I've always had a real, I mean, I've caught king mackerel the whole nine yards. Some really nice, nice fish there. Caught the biggest sheep's head I've ever seen uh, right there in that. Um, but the one day I had uh, a little incident. I was, I know the depth. I carry a fish finder on my kayak. And the depth of the water is 39 feet. And so I'm pedaling my, uh, I've got a propeller drive and all of a sudden it just goes and stops. Yeah. You screwed. Mm-hmm. Would you stop pedaling? No, a whale was under me. <laughs> a whale. Yeah. So a freaking whale, yeah. a whale. And so now wasn't that chick down from the project, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, 
actually, uh, when Gracie was. <laughs> because this is a, a more or less a radio broadcast, I, I have a picture of this. Um, I had a whale surface up underneath me, and then I had a whale surface behind me. That's pretty part. cool. That is cool. But the problem is, my name's Jonas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. What were you thinking? Oh, gosh. Well, you know, it was kind of one of those things where you're like excited but terrified. It's true. It's all true. (laughs) They hate Jonas's. Yeah. I was like, oh, no, Lord, here we go. (laughs) So what happened? I mean, what'd you do? Um, It was just, I thought it was kind of interesting because, you know, my name, of course, Jonas, and and it was ended up being a bride's whale. It's it's not a very common whale. Uh, It's 40 to 50,000 pounds of animal, but uh, uh, yeah, that's... I mean, what'd it do with you? Just play with you or something? I think it was curious more than anything else. And it just, it, I felt my, my drive is dry, directly in front of me. It's a pair of pedals with a shaft that goes down to a propeller. And my drive, the, the propeller stopped and my drive lifted up about an inch. There's nothing out there. <laughs> you thought. Uh, it, no, you know, yeah, so I thought. How long did they mess with you like that? Uh, it, it didn't really mess with me long. It, it messed me, with me long enough for me to go. Oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> You're screwed. That's what I'd be saying. That's the, here, I, I do have a picture of, of the whale. That's actually after I encountered it, uh, and you oh, can see shit. you can see in the background. That's actually land. Is where that? Can you see the buildings? I'm trying to hang on. Get your bifocals. Oh, I'm small. zooming in. I see. And I'm sure now. our listeners appreciate <laughs> yeah. the showing us a picture. Yeah. Uh, you can see now. I'm zooming in on the picture. You can see. Right, right. We're trying to talk our way about it. Uh, oh, it's miles away. <laughs> You're screwed. It's three of them. Yeah. It's further than I can swim. I ain't swimming in that anyway. No whales. But yeah. So I mean, you ask me what I'm doing. I'm going out and I'm having fun. Well, good for you. Uh, you know, it, it's one of those things where I'm not going to sit at home and and you know, wish I did something, I'm going to get out and try it. Jonas, you ever get in like a big boat and do this kind of stuff? I'm going to, uh, here, let me, I mean, like hey, you and I were somewhere, uh, Lake Wally, maybe kayaking and fishing and you, you were using your fly rod. That is the whale right there. Okay. That's the dorsal fin. It's got a very distinct dorsal fin. Uh, looks like a sickle, but, uh, that's pretty cool. Or fly rod. Yeah. You and I were fishing somewhere. I think Lake Wally, maybe. Then you use using the fly rod. Yeah, it sounds familiar. Especially okay, if we I can't remember where we were. Well, if if we're having a hard time and not catching fish, I'll whip out a fly rod in a minute. Just uh, hound dogs got a kayak. Yeah, I bought a kayak last year. Oh, really? Yeah, fishing one of those fishing deals. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's right. fun. So you say you whip out your fly anytime? What'd you say? Uh, I'll take out the fly rod anytime. <laughs> I'm not catching fish. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just clarifying that for the audience. Wow. I'm still I'm still on the uh, the pedal kayak. Uh, slow ride. Can you uh, call a tow truck to pull BW out of that ditch? <laughs> I'm in the ditch. I'm in the ditch. Well, I'm not an outdoor guy. You know that. You know, look at me. I'm not an outdoor guy. Yeah. You know, you're not built like an outdoor guy. Huh? No, my dear, fishing is getting a big old boat, going out there, throwing it in there, and you catch something. You catch something. Somebody else baiting it. Somebody else taking a fish. That'd out. be nice. <laughs> That's what I call fishing. I just don't get into it. I'm sorry. I mean, I like it, but once I get out there. You, you need to get a kayak, Barry. I'm not getting a kayak. That ain't They happening. make fly fest. He just had a freaking whale gun underneath him. Not a lake while well, he ain't going to get no whale. Well. enough. Um, yeah, he's not, here, so he well, lived Yeah, but he, mean, he would live. His I name's Jonas. Yeah. Well, the, the other thing <laughs> is, is I, I, let me introduce you to a concept. I, I got my kayak from the Brooklyn Kayak Company, okay? And, Where are they located? Uh, 
Brooklyn? I think they're located. <laughs> it's either New Jersey or Brooklyn, but they ship the Cal the they ship the boats from California. Figure that one out. Yeah, really. And uh, but anyhow, uh, the weight that my my kayak can handle is over five hundred and fifty pounds. Oh, I'm good. Uh, you're yeah, good. I mean, I'm good. you'd be as secure as riding in your bathtub. But if I'm out there and I'm trying to catch a fish and I'm three miles from anybody, you out there by yourself. It looked like nobody was around you. No. I, I, I've hooked into jewel groupers or the, the big groupers that are underneath, you know, the Goliath groupers. That's the one I was trying to think of. I guess you could become one with yourself out there. I mean, you, you know, you're screwed either way. I mean, you have so to you, three miles. So if you catch one of these big fish out there in the, in the middle of the ocean, do you just like really then automatically just let, like, let it tote you around places? Uh, <laughs> well, actually, uh, in a kayak, kayaks have been known to be towed, towed for miles if you hook into a tarpon. They will take you on a ride. And so then you'll have to call friends, a taxi. It's the ocean. Get your kayak ocean back rescue. to the put-in point. Uh, but the, the big fish, uh, you know, like the, the groupers, when you, when you hook into them, you do your best to get them up. And the chances of you actually getting it to the point where you can unhook the fish is non-existent. Usually you'll break the hook. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, you, you go out there with some pretty heavy stuff. Uh, and I'm, I'm running – 80, 100-pound tackle. Good gracious. So you get one of the big gigantic fish, you're done. Uh, if you get one of the fish, you're giddy as a school kid. That's what that's what it is. You're happy. I'd be happy to catch one of them. Yeah, oh, the, Meetup's kind of giddy. I'm giddy. If I catch one, giddy up. if I'm going out there and I ain't catch nothing, I don't know about that three miles. I'm going to go a mile off of shore. I ain't going to go three. In a kayak? Mm-hmm. There's, well, you have to understand, when in a kayak, once you get a mile off the shore, you screwed it's either way. It's, it's it's no different than being three miles. No, well, I'll go three carry miles. Carry on, boys. It's okay. As long as you're with me, Jonas. Don't leave me up out there by yourself. Don't kick me to the curb. Well, actually, well, you were on, on the kayak trips. You remember yeah. how it was. If someone went down, everybody wanted to go rescue. Oh, yeah. That's the way it is. So people go down? <laughs> no. Well, i tell you. For a swim. <laughs> yeah, Jeff Woods with us one time. Jeff's been on the show a couple times. Yeah. And my kayak get stuck under some uh underbrush and actually get submerged and i've got a um what is the oar on the back of it oh yeah rudder rudder. yeah rudder that's what i'm thinking and inside the rudder that connects to to the uh, kayak has just a little hole that pin runs through so it got my sleeping bag stuff wet oh no oh yeah so we uh pitched our tents that night and jeff clark fell asleep by the fire and i got in the middle of the night to go pee and jeff's out there still asleep covered in frost Oh, wow! <laughs> yeah, he just just cut, was, he just didn't know it. No, so I woke him up, sit, sit on the bed. But yeah, we put the tent up. Jeff Wooten and I were bunking together, and I've got uh, my sleeping bag soaked. And Wooten says, "Hey, let's up the front flap, the back flap, so a breeze can blow through here." I says, "No, man. All I've got to lay on this plastic bottom of this tent, and I got a plastic poncho to cover up with. It's going to get cold." You were miserable on that one. Oh yeah, at least on that portion. <laughs> well, what's the one where we were camping in that nice family let us camp in there? It was like a family camp. Yeah, yeah, I remember That's that. It. Well, I wake up about an hour, hour to the to the minute. I wake up, the front flaps open, the back flaps open. All you see is Wooten's eyes covered up in sleeping bag, and I'm there shivering. But I learned a lesson. I got my sleeping bag that was wet. By the time I, that morning, my body heat had dropped it out. So that sounded like fun. <laughs> i never forget that uh, i can i can just oh, bear, that's fun. I, I can hear bw calling for room service right now <laughs> oh i'm gonna call for something you yeah. say campground i'll go 
you want me to deliver a pizza where? Yeah. <laughs> That sounds like great fun to me, boy. Well, talk about old Vic Yeager who made our vault. You know, we skipped to uh, where Roy's from, to Bryson City up in Swain yeah. County fishing. And we tent camp out in the Pisgah National Forest. And Yeager would open up, he had this this box open up, and he'd have his martini glass, had all his little trimmings, all his little, stu- little olive, and everything was just like sitting in a motel room. I can handle that then. Yeah, well, Jeff Clark was no different because if there was something to eat or drink, he had it. Oh, yeah. I mean, the amount of cargo that he carried, and, you know, the rest of us are like freeze dried this and, you know, raisins. Y'all was really roughing it. Yeah. Jeff Clark loved to eat. Yes, he did. He loved to eat. Nothing wrong with that. Oh, it was was great to have him around because you knew you weren't going to starve to death. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all were eating the freeze dried stuff. Yep. Well, the first one, it was, uh, it was me and Phil, uh, and so I decided I was going to, you know, uh, rough it out and, and I was going to catch the fish and cook them and have my own dinner. Cause after all, we're on a river. Oh yeah. We're manly men. Manly men. Man. Exactly. Thankfully, Phil brought an extra MRE. <laughs> manly man. Don't yeah, need to bring just, food. I'll catch my food. I'll take a TV dinner. The wee tiny fish that I could, caught wouldn't sustain anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have at it, boys. That's uh, what I say. Mm-hmm. All right. Got quiet. Hey, Rich, talk about your little vacation or your vacation. Yeah. Hell yeah. Dog just got back from vacation. I did. I got back from vacation. I went to start out in, well, my wife is from Doylestown, uh, Ohio, which is about the same size as <clears throat> maybe Cramerton, North Carolina. If anybody knows, is familiar with Cramerton. It's a really, really, really small town. And uh, she's the first time I've ever been there. So we went, she showed me around her high school and all this good stuff. And I found this out that her elementary school, one guy that's very well known, enrolled there, but he never did go there. Thank goodness. Is he a murderer? He is a mass murderer. Oh, God. Oh, okay. So a, we have a choice is, now. He is a serial killer. Oh, geez. Right, so we have yeah. a, a choice of like Ted Henry, Bundy? Henry Lee nope. Lucas, Ted nope. Bundy, nope. Pogo well, the Clown. He liked to eat people. Oh, Jeffrey Dahmer. Jeffrey Dahmer. Oh. I did a book report on him. Yep. That's kind of an unhealthy appetite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yes, he he actually enrolled was enrolled in into her elementary school, but he didn't go oh, for whatever reason. Yeah, is that killing like animals? Yeah, he was. Kinda. He was. Yeah, he was. Yeah. yeah, he did. But anyway, we went after you know we stayed in Canton, Ohio, which is the home of the uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame, and we're, I went to it. It was. Uh, it's pretty cool. If nobody's ever been to it, man, make sure you go by there and check out all the history in that place. That's, that's neat. Then <clears throat> we stayed there for two days, uh, and my sister-in-law, Becky, her and her boyfriend met with us. You know, we hung out with them. <clears throat> her boyfriend's Tim. and they uh, Tim, the boyfriend. Yep. They uh, He asked me about a bottle of whiskey while I was there, uh, bourbon. And he said, "This is this is old one. You know anything about it?" I said, no, "I don't really know anything about it, but it's kind of cool." And the bottle was uh, is unopened. The seal has not been broken. It was distilled in 1963. It was bottled in 1969. And I said, "Man, that's pretty cool. I've never seen something 50, essentially 59 years old because 63." And uh, he said, yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty cool. He said, how much do you think that's worth? I said, I don't know. 
How much you pay for it? He said, well, I paid $50 for it. I said, well, it's at least worth $50, <laughs> I would think. It's worth what you paid for. <clears throat> yeah. But the funny story about that is they, Becky and Tim dated for a little while. They broke up. And he said, well, I want that bottle. She said, well, that's my bottle. Well, how much you want for it? $50. <laughs> so he whipped out $50, and <laughs> she gave him the bottle. Well, when we went to – they told me the story on uh, Saturday – Sunday we were going to go to the to the football hall of fame, and after we got through there, he walked out there and he uh, he had the bottle. He said, "Man, check check the bottle out." I said, oh man, that is cool. It's full bottle. It's as clear as anything in the vault. As far as there's no, it's not cloudy. It's not dingy looking. Well, it's a little. There's some, uh, uh, I guess, dust and stuff on the uh, on top of the bottle, on the shoulders of the bottle, but it's just as clear as any of that bourbon over there in that cabinet, and. uh I said, man, that is that is so neat. He said, yeah, you can have it. So he gave to me that bottle. I got it. I'm there. I'll never open it. It's never going to be for sale. And it's just something I want to keep as a conversation. Not, not to the fellas right here. We can't partake in so it. You can look uh, at I, I, it. I, there's a, there's a, <laughs> What's the name of the whiskey? Oh, it's uh, Old Fitzgerald. Oh, that's cool. It's a pint. I was going to say there's a look of, of pain across the table. Right <laughs> wow. Yeah, I'll bring it to you look at it, but you ain't open it. Okay. <laughs> you got to leave the room sometime. Yeah. And that's part first part of the story. Second part, we went to uh, Cleveland to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, which is neat. You know, they had a really, really, really nice uh, Beatles display or exhibit, so to speak. You know, I was, grew up as a Beatles fan. I like the Beatles, still do. And that was that was neat to see. That it had like a lot of behind the scenes uh, videos and stuff like that of them writing uh, "Let It Be" and a couple of well known songs. That was cool. But when we when we were staying up that way, we went stayed at the uh, a major hotel. It was the had the Hilton name attached to it, so it, you know we thought it'd be gonna be a pretty cool hotel. I get into the uh, you know we go check in, drop our bags off, so let's go check out the town. So we did that. Just I dropped the bags, got back in the car, went and checked out town. When we came back to the uh, to the hotel. Sitting around, looking around. I said, man, this is a pretty daggone shitty room. <laughs> and, and What was your clue? Well, the wallpaper falling, you know, peeling away from the wall. That's one clue. The uh, popcorn falling from the ceiling. How about the TV? Was it old? No, the TV was great. Oh, I had, okay. It wasn't a big box TV. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jonas, you the, want to say the, something? No, actually, I'm, all I can imagine is the color now, the, the color TV sign flashing in the front. <laughs> Got to put a nickel in to get it to work. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. The Bates but, Motel. But, uh, you know, then I get to looking around. The popcorn falling from the ceiling. The carpet is rolling up. You know how long the carpet's been down forever. It tends to roll, wear out, get and rolls. Carpet rolling up. Didn't have like a body chalk marked around it, did it? Evidence <laughs> tape. I'm not sure. <laughs> so, oh my god, that's disastrous. So I went around and I'll, I'll show you in a little bit. I took a, a lot of pictures of all this stuff, and uh, there there was water damage on the lampshade. How does that happen? Well, was there a room upstairs? Yeah, I wasn't water. Blood. Uh, no, we were on the top floor. I had the roof leak. It could have, but how does it on the lampshade at the bottom of the lampshade? There's probably about two inches around the lampshade with water damage. What did you splurge? Been like twenty nine ninety nine for the. <laughs> how for much the room? was this freaking room? Man, this was an expensive room. How up. expensive? Hundred bucks for two nights. The total was five seventy. Wait a minute! Whoa, whoa, whoa! You stayed there after one night. 
No. Yeah, no. I'm kind of, I'm kind I of stuck you, on that no. right now. No. You, you walked into a dive room and stayed there Swank. two nights. It was, it was a, I mean, you would figure with the Hilton name attached to this hotel chain, it would be a good place. Well, you would assume that. But when you got in there and seen had, that. It had all right, all right, in the, in the hotel. Were you drinking? No, I wasn't drinking nothing. Swank. Listen, it, it, in the hotel, you know how hotels have restaurants in it? Don Shula's restaurant was in this particular hotel. Oh, no, it can't be that bad. I guess the food was bad. I didn't eat there, but the room sucked. <laughs> so for that amount of money, you didn't even get no, no food? Right, so, so check this out. So we we uh supposed to stay two nights there. And I told Bobby, I said, we are not staying a second night here. We're, we're leaving. I wouldn't stay the first night. We're getting in our car and driving back to Gastonia. I'm done with it. Oh, that's when you told me you drove straight back. Straight back, yeah. So you paid for another night that you didn't even stay. Hold on. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's, it's coming to you. And say, I'm <laughs> yeah. sorry. So we it's ended up. like a centipede. Just give it a minute. <laughs> It'll get here. So, you know, we decided we're going to go to see the town. You know, this small town, you know, it's a really cool place called Independence, uh, Ohio. Really cool place. Got some nice, you know, things there. Nice, cool old houses. So we checked the town out. Just about all day. We'll go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, come back and check the town out. And so I say, we're going back to the room, packing our stuff, and we're leaving. And I'm going to go by the, the front desk and tell them what a horrible room they have. I'm oh. sure they knew it. Yeah, I'm sure <laughs> it's not a surprise well, to them. Well, I'm sure they well, knew it. Well, listen now. So Stick with me now. Stick with me now. So, uh, <laughs> we, uh, for rope. so we... I go back and I go in to the hotel and luckily the lady that was working the front desk when we checked in was still working, was, you know, working the next night. She was great. She was absolutely wonderful. She made the, the whole stay at this hotel worthwhile because she was so good. She was so, so nice. And so I go in and she said, Oh, Mr. Hicks, how you doing? And I said, all right. Yeah, doing all right. She said, she said, what's going on? I said, well, I'm checking out. Early? I said, yep. She said, is there is there a particular reason why? I said, yeah, your room sucks. You said just like just that? Just like that. Okay. And she kind of jumped back and said, well, what do you mean? And I said, well, okay, for starters, I forgot to mention this. For starters, the clean towel that was in the room. She didn't say towels. The <laughs> towel. Towel. So well, they knew it was coming. Yeah. <laughs> the clean towel in the room. felt like I had mold all over it. Oh. So... I said, I said, other than that, the wallpaper peeling, popcorn falling from the ceiling, the water water stains on the on the uh, lampshade. Toilet nasty. Oh, the, uh, when I went to check the temperature on the air conditioner, the face of it is one of them long, low ones close to the ground. Yeah. The face of it was laying in the floor. Golly. So I picked, I picked it up and put it back on myself. You know, said, well, somebody's probably working on it. They just forgot to put it on there. So... <laughs> Told you know, him all this. Yeah, the problem is you're spoiled. I, I don't blame you for that kind of money. Yeah, I was going to say over two hundred dollars. If you're going to shell out that much money, you might want to have it. <laughs> yeah. Oh my room. god. So I, I proceeded to tell her every single thing that was wrong with the picture. I, with the with the hotel, I said, as a matter of fact, I've got pictures if you'd like to see them. She said, I, I believe you. I believe everything you're saying. I said, okay. And I'm thinking, ding 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 ding. Here it comes. <laughs> Wait a minute. Did she say, oh oh, Mr. Hicks? That's our that's our kegger room. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for it, but uh, you want the presidential suite? So she was. So 
She said, I, I believe you. And I said, no, there's one picture on here that I've got to show you. I said, if you don't want to look at it, that's cool, but I'm I'm still wanting to show it to you. She said, okay, I'll, I'll see. What new naked was it? No. It was the the towel with the uh, with the mold on it. Oh, that did it. And uh, and I said, see, this is a clean towel. And she said, oh my god. She said, can you please send that picture to me? I said, yeah, give me your number. I'll, I'll send it right to you. No, oh, that's the way to get a phone so, number. Go ahead. Yeah, here it goes. So, <laughs> so I, sent, I sent her 11 pictures. Hound dog still got it. He still got it. <laughs> I sent her 11 pictures of the stuff that was wrong in the room. And uh, she said, I'm going to forward this on to my manager. I said, you know, okay, whatever. And the manager, when I got home, uh, 6 o'clock Monday morning, because he drove straight through. By... 10 o'clock Monday morning, the manager had sent, the general manager had sent me an email saying what's wrong, you know, wanted me to, to uh, explain to him what all happened. So I did, and I sent him the pictures as well. I'm sure she sent them to him too. Come to find out, you know, they uh, they pretty much caught me the room. Well, my God, it was hell. <laughs> That's a way to squeeze out a free room. What'd you get that old towel, Red? You got another one? <laughs> yeah. yours? We got to use that trick. <laughs> well, yeah, but no, I'm thinking of it as far as, you know, you've got a legitimate complaint. It's not like some people that get out there and, and complain incessantly, making up this problem, that problem, right. or some other. I had photographic evidence. Oh, he presented his case on people's court. <laughs> yes, he did. Well, that was awful. Yeah. Let me ask something about the Hall of Fame, though. Who's your best NFL team? It ain't the Cowboys. Dale Earnhardt. He's, no. He's tough. <laughs> Cowboys. No. Back in the day. No. 70s. No. Roger Staubach. In the 70s? Who I pulled for in the 70s? I think, I think I'm going to say you're a Redskins fan. Nope. Oakland Raiders. Oakland Raiders. I was fixing one of them, too. You had you pick. Because <laughs> in Gaston, you had to be one or the other. Yeah. Or Dallas Cowboys. Oakland Raiders. Well, Did you watch? You were consistent because that's I remember you talking about that. Yep. Which which team did you John like? John Madden. John Madden was cool. Really didn't follow football. What? That's too busy like John. Out in the woods and you never watched football back in the seventies. You didn't have a couple of channels. Yeah. No. Okay, we get off of that subject. Then. Hey, but either way, we're about out of time. I would oh. like to give a plug in. I'm sorry. If you'd like to meet Slow Ride. Uh, the 4th of July uh, event downtown Gastonia, we're going to have a booth uh, Eddie and the 4th of July party. We're over near the bus station on nope. Main Avenue. <laughs> to a what? Bus well, station. Man, they got yeah. y'all way down there. Yeah. Well, it was, we, it was late getting uh, signing up for it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 4th what, of July yeah. party. Uh, you know, we've got the book, uh, Eddie and the 4th of July. I wrote my daughter, Illustrated, and we'll be there. Uh, I might come down there. Doing, yeah, doing book signings and... Uh, Trying to sell a book or two. We have some specials going on on the book, so come out and see us. And well, you know what? Hey, how do, how do, we talked about this. He's okay. promoting that book online. I mean, on our podcast. Don't you think we should get something out of this? Just because he says you'll come by, hang out. So well, you guys need to hang out. They come. You got to buy. Group. Hey, you got to buy a commercial. Ain't that right, <laughs> That's right. Okay. Remember that. All right, Jonas. Hey. What's, what's on your mind, man? You got any shout outs? Anybody you want to get a shout, shout out, out to? No, um, I really appreciate you guys inviting me here. I was glad you've been been wanting to get get you in here for a long time. Well, I'm not hiding. <laughs> there you go. Well, you're always Except busy for doing when I'm stuff. in the ocean, you know. Of course, yeah, if he's three miles out on a whale. <laughs> That's right, whale surfing. <laughs> All right, on the uh, ten cup, five point five. Not a daily drinker. No, I didn't make it. Nope, didn't make didn't it. Didn't make it. 
All right. Take a shout out to our partners, uh, Boone's Bourbon, Black Rival Training Group. Don't tread on me. Don't tread on me. Don't tread podcast. Law Enforcement Today at lawenforcementtoday.com. Blue Line Defense at www.bluelinedefenseinc.com. You have a shout out over there, Hound Dog? Yeah, Renegade Pig shout out goes to Massachusetts, the Seacoast chapter. That's, yeah, right. Re- that's Reaper and the guys. Oh. Oh, good deal. Yeah. Hey, be sure to uh, hit that donate donation button. We hit appreciate the donate it. button. I want somebody, somebody to hit that thing. Yeah, if you like to support the show, we certainly appreciate you. The IRS that. is going to hit it. <laughs> <laughs> you can find that donation button on any of our podcasts, on every uh, podcast that's down there at the bottom somewhere. If you would, please leave us a positive review and hit the like button. Call for action. Oh, that's, I want to push read that part. <laughs> no, that's fine. <laughs> where do you listen? Where do you find us at? Facebook. We have Twitter. We have, uh, we're out on every platform. B-Dub. And remember, if you can't find it, you're not looking. You can email us at bourbonandbadges at yahoo.com. B-Dub will respond to you. I will. Personally. Personally. Jonas. Thank you for being here, brother. It was an honor. Remember, let's drink about it and drink responsibly. And all you first responders, be safe. Get home to your families. Go I, forgot, I forgot we have a uh, a raffle going on. So anybody yeah. wants a raffle ticket, please hook us up on Facebook and we'll make sure you get your raffle tickets. Please, please, or please. A, this has been a Studio 77, 77. Production. Production.